0: Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. This is Hashem Shalom Bayah, sheer number 365. Today, we're going to talk about how physical intimacy is so powerful that it creates a tremendous emotional intimacy and feeling of love. He brings down Robin C. And Schaefer in his book, 10 Really Dumb Mistakes That Very Smart People Make. And just to let you know, when you buy the book, you should know. He talks about those ten things, but he has so many other things in there that's tremendous, That's could die to read. Like I said, this is one book that's not hard to read, it's very easy to read, enjoyable to read, and you'll learn a lot. And if you practice these things, it's really, really tremendous, so it's highly recommended. But anyway, he says as follows, he brings down a Ramban, that um, that brings down a Chiddush that when Yaakov, since he was with Leah first physically, even though he thought that she was Rachel, that's a big Chiddush, even though he thought that she was Rachel at the time, but because he was with Leah first, that physical intimacy was so powerful that it would have, Alpiteva, by nature caused him to love Leah more. And... But what happened was, is he had uh, Tiness complaints because of the fact that she didn't say anything um, about what Lovon was doing, and that reduced it. The Ramban says something to that effect. But the power of the intimate relationship normally would have worked that he, he would have loved Rachel more by the very fact that, as a wife, he was physically together with her first. So you see that Kayach, that how physical intimacy, when done the right way, creates a tremendous bond. And Rabbi C. Schaefer explains that that Ramban, to explain it, is fundamental in understanding that aspect of marriage that very few people understand. What people don't understand is, we talked a lot about how you need emotional intimacy in order to get a bond of physical intimacy in a healthy marriage, but also that the physical intimacy brings a couple together emotionally. The physicality of it leads to healthy emotions. It's not just the reverse. The physical act causes them to love one another. Now we know, Enoch hanami, it's true that this Kayach is misused a lot, especially in the secular world, where people just use the physical for their own selfishness, for their own self-pleasure, and they disconnect it from the feeling of emotion of love because of their own self-centeredness and their desires for pleasure. So that's how it gets derailed. But by nature, inherently, in a human being, a Baruch who did create it this way, that apiteva, when your, your, your emotions are healthy and your thoughts are healthy, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu, implanted a person the way they're supposed to be, the physicality of the physical intimate relationship between a husband and a wife creates these powerful, close emotions. And that is through this love they bring children together. So while doing this mitzvah, it plays a tremendous outcome that the total joining of together in Shalom, in ahava and it would bring holy children into the world. And But the function of intimacy, like we said many, many times, is beyond just having children. And that is why there's a of v'vayna, even if people can't have children, even if the, the wife is already pregnant, and through this union there cannot be any children, or she's an akara, all of these cases, The function of intimacy goes way beyond simply having children. And this is something that is sad very often where a couple sometimes thinks to themselves or they actually verbalize it or they actually practice it that I had my children already, whatever it is, yaitza, and uh, enough of this stuff. And they pull away from the physical intimacy and that's a very tragic mistake because the function of intimacy goes way beyond having just children. When it comes to the animal world, there's a mating instinct, which its purpose is, is to perpetuate the species. But the idea over here by a human being doesn't just work that way. The purpose of physical mating and intimacy is not just to perpetuate the species or to be mamshikh dairis and to have children. It's for a different purpose as well. It's to create the loving bond between a husband and a wife. HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed it that it very often comes together. But that is a tachlis in and of itself, to create that loving bond between a husband and a wife. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that physical intimacy to take place, even in Matzavim, where children cannot be born. Because intimacy creates that loving attachment between a husband and a wife. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants couples to be happily married, and a healthy normal enjoyable physical sexual connection is an important function in order for a couple to be happily married it helps them feel connected to one another and in in the beginning it does get it does take time to get used to he writes that it takes more time to adjust for women than for men to come to this concept Truth is, a lot depends on the culture you were grown up with. But it takes more time to realize, for both men and women, that this physical sexual intimacy that we were pulling away so much in our single years and separating ourselves from it entirely, now that one's married, it is a special, holy, and appropriate thing. So he says it's very different, even with those animals we mentioned in the previous shiurim. Penguins as one example, swans as another example, the yoyna, it's brought down as well, that they have, that their mates are bonding pretty much forever, that they're loyal, they're faithful to, to one spouse, even in the animal world, in those situations. But again, it's instinct. They don't make rational decisions the penguin, or the swan, is driven by instinct to do these things. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to learn from them, right? Just like it says that you would learn not to be lazy from an ant. An ant doesn't think to itself, I'm going to get up this morning, to serve the and uh and then run to do whatever they do. Or their honesty. It goes through a lot of things that you can learn from an ant. They won't take something that doesn't belong to somebody else. Their industriousness. And we need to learn from that. But it's not that the ant consciously thinks, I'm being industrious. Or that the, the 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 rooster thinks, I'm going to be pleasant to my mate, to my wife, and I'm going to, to my partner, my female partner, and I'm going to court her before we have relations and to woo her or whatever it is it comes naturally he the the the, the rooster is not thinking along those lines i'm doing this because it's important in life it's driven by instinct but we need to learn from that instinct that is the way in animals work it's a hergish that Kaddish bar who put in these particular uh, uh i i things. that the male pe- penguin is not thinking about whether the female's treating in this way or that way and the female penguin doesn't have to go to therapy um about the fact that she's not satisfied with this relationship. Hashem put it into their hergish, and they're bonded for life. Human beings are different. They're more complex. And therefore, the bond caused by intimacy, as powerful as it is, is not unbreakable, because we have Bechira. Penguins only have a nefesh bahamas an animal soul. But a human has both an neshama and an animal soul. And we have a conscious mind, And while penguins and swans act on instinct in their faithfulness to one another, a human being makes choices. Therefore, an intimacy that creates an attachment between a couple creates a tremendous connection, but there are things that could weaken that attachment, coming from the Yitzhahara, coming from the fact that we have Bechira, and therefore a couple who does not build a strong and healthy relationship and, or they decide they're not going to guard that relationship, then the attachment causes by, caused by intimacy will be countered by negative feelings. So though, so this is a big insight to know. Intimacy is a powerful tool to connect a couple together in a very powerful way, but it's one tool in a bigger picture. And with this also we need assistance to deal with it, and he talks about now how it works with the physical intimacy. So he brings down from the Gemara Nida, it's a very important Gemara, Daflamet Aleph the base. And it says like this, it says, Tanya ha-yara b'meya said, amah omra nida Why did the ta say that you have to separate from your wife when she is a nida for seven days? Again, that's midiraisa isa, because it was added, you need shiva nikiem because she may be a zava, where you need shiva nikiem. And there's a Tara, and so it's more like twelve days, fourteen days. So why? Mipdesha Rugalba? Because if the if there would no not be a Nida concept, then she would always be available to him. The Kutspa, and he would begin to dislike her very much. We'll talk about that in a minute, why that is. So Amrataira, the Tyra said, Tahe Tameya Shivasyamim. Let her be impure for seven days. Now again, we think, from the chait of Adam Arishan, this is a very deep concept, that, Allah, that the Nida was a Klala, the fact that she's a Nida. What's very important to learn when you learn voracious, where where are Adam got the the, the, the the and the and with, with the woman that she's a Nida and then that's a, all these things have within a tremendous bracha. That's a big chiddush, it's a big yisoid that all the Mefarshim, especially later Mefarshim, that and in, in, in Hasidis Darizal opened it up and then the the tev, um developed it and you see it in Primius that these Quote-unquote, Klolis are the biggest brachas in the world, if you utilize it right, could be changed over. So even though externally it seems that the whole concept of nidas, of menstruation and all of that, and the discomfort and the whole process is a negative thing, coming after the Chetet in reality it's a tremendous bracha. So here it's what he says, Armatayra, because of this fact that he would be accustomed too much to her and would come to dislike her or even the kotzba loathe her so the Torah says let her be impure for seven days so that she should be precious to her husband as when he took her originally under the chuppah you read this Chazal it's a fascinating idea now, there's a Rashi on this. So, let's go back. Ramea says, why does the Torah say that she should be a Nida for seven days? So we talked about why she's a Nida in the first place, which is a bracha, even though it seems like it was the opposite. And the fact that the Torah said that while she's a Nida, she's usher to her husband. Why? Because the Torah says, because he'll be constant to her. What does it mean by custom to her? Rashi says these three words, kol shah any time that he wants. If he, if he has his wife available sexually any time that he wants, then kotspah. What does kotspah mean? She will be disgusting to him, says the Torah. The Torah is saying this, amra Torah, that kol shah Shatira, so she should be impure, or shiva. Why? So that he won't be accustomed to her. And what will happen if he's not accustomed to her? She will be beloved by him. She will be beloved by him. We think in our own minds, because when we desire something, the desire is so strong that when we have it, and we have it all the time, we'll be in seventh heaven, we'll be like in constant Gan but there's a tshim, just jistot yeso'id that the Mefarshim and the Chazal bring down that say this statement, tainug tamidi tainug. A constant pleasure is not a pleasure. It, 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 it becomes routine and it becomes negative. So this is something very, very important. And because of this, there is a cycle of more or less in marriage, most of marriage, two weeks on, two weeks off, with the exception of during pregnancy, with the exception of um, after a baby, or later in life after this menopause. But other than that, it's two weeks on, two weeks off, generally speaking. And this Yesite, which we're going to talk about the rest of this year and continue in the next year, we'll talk about this concept of this need a period, and to understand the nature of what it goes through. Now, to be fair, we need to be empathetic. It is not always easy. Sometimes it's very, very hard. There are times where a husband and wife really yearn that connection in that separation period, and they can't touch each other, and it is very uncomfortable, very painful in many ways that they can't physically be with each other. And we have to take it with sensitivity that it's not easy. But at the same time, if you look at the overall picture, it is a tremendous bracha, as we're going to explain and elaborate, and we need to shift our focus. And this two-week off period, what we call quote-unquote off, it's off from the physicality of it, but it's very on. The the period is very on, and it is a key to a successful marriage and how you behave that in, in those two weeks. And it's a hard thing. One one minute you're so incredibly close and then the next you can't even touch. And the idea, people ask, like, why does the terror want to separate us? But when you're married for a while, you start realizing the beauty of the system and the wisdom of the system. And again, not making light of people who have trouble getting to her and having to go to a rav to figure out you know how to deal with those shilas in order to the, them to get together. Uh, so in some atzavim, it is difficult. There's no question about it. But overall, the system is a beautiful system. Because our boyre understood our natures and gave us this gift. Because as an act, like we just learned from this gemara, the act of intimacy, does need to happen regularly because a couple needs to connect and reconnect this way. But what the Nida period is teaching you is that the physical intimacy is one part of this relationship. Like the Chazal say, if it wasn't for this separation, the husband would become accustomed to his wife and start disliking her. Temporary separation is necessary in order to get a total chibber and connection, right? That's why after a tainess and you eat, it has tremendous pleasure. After you eat after a tainess, it feels very good. The Torah commands a husband and wife to separate for a time, for the purpose so that when they join again, she'll be as precious to her husband as when he originally took her underneath the chuppah. The truth be told, like we're going to talk about over here, is that when the Nida period is taking place, if you know how to handle it correctly, there is an inner bond that is there in that time of physical separation because of their connection in their emotions to one another and in their souls to one another. Like the Bechina of what Avram told Sara, Imri no achosiyat. That, that love of a sister-like type love, of a deep, loyal friendship. It has the Rayosi part, the beloved, fiery part, hidden, and the achoisi part revealed. That happens in the Nida period. And then, in the tar period, it gets reversed, where the achosi period is more hidden, and the Rayosi, the beloved, is more revealed. But you need both in this process to connect, As Be'ezus Hashem, we're going to continue to explain in the upcoming shiurim. Bracha Natslacha.